as Homestuck. Um, I'm doing things a bit differently. Before, as you may know, I was doing kind of a uh, a, a read-through of Homestuck. I was reading everything out loud and then doing a review of each act or each section. Um, that wasn't really working out. You know, people weren't really into it. I was getting kind of um, uh, bored of it, and I knew I was going to be dealing with a lot more voices and everything coming up. And it just didn't really seem like something people wanted or needed, and it wasn't really... Uh, staying fun for me so um so that's why I stopped that and then I just had some other things going on so um I've also been trying to think of a a new different way to kind of go through Homestuck and figure out um a good perspective to put on it so uh after doing a lot of thinking and this won't be the uh only Homestuck project I have this is just going to be my first kind of look through Homestuck through a certain lens and right now I am going through and I'm reading and I am finding all the gay moments in Homestuck. Now that's going to be a lot and because of that I'm not including uh stuff where someone just does something and you're like yeah you're gay for doing that. Like I as a gay person also act like that so you are definitely being gay here. I, I get it. Uh, but I mean, there's whole conversations and just everything a person does would be like, yeah, you're super gay. So this will be strictly, um, someone's relationship to another person. Like they say something or think something, um, either, you know, with that person or about that person or, or whatever like that. Something that just says, okay, you are definitely gay for this person or you are gay because of, um, what is happening here. So... Um, so yeah, so with that, uh, I've done act, uh, one through four, acts one through four, and I've compiled my list. It's not very long because as most of you know, acts one through four, they're just sort of getting into the groove of things. We know who some of the trolls are, um, but, but that's about it. We don't even know their actual names yet, but I'm going to be using their actual names. So just, just be prepared, prepared for that. So, um, I've, I've compiled, um, uh, about a dozen different instances here where um, there's definitely some gay stuff going on. And I'm just going with canon gay characters. Um, I, I feel like that should be obvious, but I mean, everyone can potentially be gay in this because everyone is potentially gay. So, um, and let's get started with our first one. So first, I, I'm doing this kind of chronologically. So uh, we're starting with the very beginning, Act 1, Um and I'll try to tie them back together. And maybe once I'm done with just going through chronologically, I'll, I'll go back and, and get them through a different lens. But right now it's just chronological because that's the easiest without having to uh, read through the whole thing and compile it all. And I'll do that later. First, we have um, a sarcastic moment between John and Dave, which is not every moment between any of the characters is a sarcastic moment, um, where Dave is acting like he's hot shit, like Dave is always acting. And John jokingly agrees and says how absolutely he definitely uh, attracted to him. Attracted he is to him. Definitely attracted to him. Definitely, you know, 100%. Yes, Dave, you are very attractive, says me, John. Which, I mean, everyone tends to be pretty, um, everyone seems pretty deadpan with their humor. Uh... But John always makes sure to, like, let people know he's joking. He does it here. Like, after after Dave says, oh, thanks, uh, John makes sure to say, ha I was just joking. 
Which, I mean, you know, you could say is like, John, you're trying too hard. Like, it was an obvious joke. You just made it more obvious that it was a joke, which makes it more obvious that you are actually gay for Dave. Um, and, again, it was just a small moment. It's the first one where, uh, but I mean, there's there's so much. There's so much here. So some of them are going to be uh, not as impactful as others. But here's the first between John and Dave. Like, yeah, no, you do legitimately find him attractive, and it's fine. It's fine, John. So then we have uh, actually a couple of different instances here, and I'm kind of grouping them all as one, where um, John shows that he's not just attracted to Dave, he's just attracted to dudes. And this all surrounds Matthew McConaughey, who personally I don't find very attractive, but apparently John does. It starts out with John just staring at his McConaughey posters. Um, he's thinking how cool and charismatic and wonderful McConaughey is, how he's a great um, actor, and how these posters here are basically a, shri- a shrine to how great McConaughey is. And I'm like, well, first of all, that is really gay. I mean, McConaughey, especially with, like, the, the rom-com and everything, like, John, like, that's not a straight thing to do, for sure. And then you have... Um, you know, John talking to Dave right afterwards and Dave being like, like, listen, I can't listen to your gross man bro crush on Matt McConaughey. It's, he literally says it's an unsavory thing to behold because, I mean, again, I don't get it. So Dave doesn't get it. No one gets it, John. You're just being really gay for McConaughey and we don't understand. Which, um, John's only response here is to correct Dave on his misspelling of McConaughey's name, not to insist that, no, it's not a man crush. He's just a genuinely great actor. It's, no, you just spelled my crush's name wrong. Fix it. Fix your life. And then we have John accidentally ejecting a razor. He ejects the razor, and it goes straight into McConaughey's face. And he, I quote, says... That beautiful face. He ruined that beautiful face. Again, very, very heterosexual, John. Then there's just some simple uh, teasing between Rose and Dave. Like, we're getting over to the our next thing here where, um, you know, they, they like to, to goof and, and josh at each other a bit. You know, it's the whole thing with all the people um, where... Uh, Rose is saying, hey, you're not playing this game with me. You're not playing Esper with me. The only reason you could possibly not want to, as, as a guy, play a game with a girl who is begging for your attentions is because you're gay. Which, of course, Dave denies. He's like, what? No, no, look, I, I'm just busy, okay? I mean, we know, we know, Dave, you end up with a guy. We know. It's fine. We know. Again, a little small moment there, but um, especially knowing how everything turns out with uh, with Dave, it's very, uh, you are, you are. So this isn't as, as super gay as some of the other ones here, but it's something I'm probably going to bring up. Um, I, I know I'm going to bring it up at least one more time here uh, on this specific podcast, but it's definitely going to come up a couple more times throughout the rest of Homestuck. But uh, just... Dave and John's like deep bond with each other and how much about the, they think about each other and talk about each other and everything. So Rose and John are talking um, about, you know, Rose building up John's house to reach the first gate and having to put stairs up there. And John says, I told you about the stairs, which is a reference to one of Dave's comics. 
Rose immediately tries to get back on track. Like, listen, this is distracting. I got shit to do. Let's stop talking about Dave's good old memes and get back on topic here. And uh, John proceeds to follow up and continue talking about Dave. It's kind of making fun of him saying, you know, that little dipshit really does like, like puppets. I mean, who the fuck likes puppets? It's basically what John's saying. And um, John's just like, no, I, I want to keep talking about Dave. Let's, let's get back to Dave and keep talking about Dave. Cause I love Dave again. I love it. Beautiful friendship, which is also very, very gay. Which brings us to, uh, I actually think I kind of messed this up chronologically. I just know, like, it, it does come back again, but I think this was a previous conversation that I just missed this part the first time or didn't realize uh, how relevant and gay it actually was until reading it that second time it's presented to us. It's when Dave goes out of his way to make sure John knows how awesome puppets are. Cause Dave always says how awesome puppets are, how his brother's obsession with puppets is a totally cool, ironic thing. You just don't get it, man. It's great. Puppets are great. And here he is having a fucking horrible time with these demon sex puppets. And he makes sure that John just knows how cool and amazing puppets are, even while he is talking to Rose about how much he fucking hates these puppets and how creepy it is and how his brother has this weird fucking thing with puppets. Because, uh, I mean, again, Dave just wants to make sure John knows how cool he is and how great everything is and how fine and everything wonderful is. So then we have another friendship moment from John where we're flashing back to Dave uh, opening the present from John and reading John's letter about how great of a friend Dave is and how much he treasures his friendship. And also, by the way, you're gay, LOL, tease, tease, you're gay, LOL, but your friendship is great. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, again, I, I know this is just supposed to be making fun of Dave and also here's serious. No, I really do like treasure your friendship, but I'm still going to make fun of you because that's how our friendship works. But to me, it's very much like I'm acknowledging you're gay and also telling you how much I love you in the same sentence. So uh, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. So then we have a conversation between Dave and Tavros, which isn't super on the nose for everything else I'm talking about, but I think it's great for shadowing because, I mean, really the whole time it's pretty much Dave making uh, Tavros as uncomfortable as possible uh, talking about like sexuality shit but Tavros says is like hey I'll come back I'll come back when you don't have all these bees in your bonnet about your human sexuality like I can't deal with this right now I'll be back but um again it, it's supposed to be just like a joke here about how uncomfortable Tavros is but really I think it's a good foreshadowing to you know when Dave does have some bees in his bonnet about his human sexuality and not sure how to proceed with that. Um, and this, I feel this next one here, um, I'm projecting a little bit onto like, I, I'm definitely sure I am here, but, um, it's also very gay, even just straight, like played straight without my, um, opinions on the matter, but it's a conversation between Dave and Rose where they're talking about John and how John's doing. And Dave says, I should probably text him soon. See what's up because I love him. And Rose just says, I know. 
And that could be just like, yeah, no, he's a really great friend. I need to make sure he's doing all right. And Rose is like, yes, I know you do actually deeply care about him. And it's not just like I can see beneath the facade you put on pretending that you don't care about things, but you do actually care about John. To me, it also reads as one baby gay telling another baby gay how absolutely gay he is for his presumed straight and very oblivious friend and the other baby gay understanding because she is also a baby gay and gets it gets those those good gay feelings it's like yes i know you do love him and i know what you mean when you say you love him and i understand uh this next one uh, i know i'm saying this next one all right i don't have any good transition here maybe i'll gain it along the way with the experience but anyway this next one i really didn't expect uh you know the the john dave stuff i got like i understood that was going to happen i could see it like i was kind of thrown off i forgot about the mcconaughey thing but um this one this one i completely forgot about or maybe just didn't realize what was going on at all the first couple of times i read this but this is a conversation between rose and uh Therese, which i don't know if that's how everyone else pronounces her name but i say Therese, and that's how it's going to be until someone says that I'm absolute buffoon. But, I mean, Hussey keeps changing how he pronounces his words. So, I feel like I can pronounce these names however I want. Uh, so, Rose and Terezi are having a conversation. I really don't remember them talking a whole lot. And I don't remember if they talk a whole lot after this. But, um, basically, with my knowledge of troll relationships and how they work, this is Terezi straight up pitch flirting with Rose. And just Rose and the reader don't realize it yet is what this definitely seems like to me. Uh, because Terezi literally just says, you see, we are meant to be best hate friends forever. Hate friends. Um, the closest thing I could think to that would be Kismesis. Like, she's literally just saying, like, we have this bond because we hate each other, but we're still bonded together. Yeah, that's Kismesis. You're, you're flirting. You're flirting here. Rose just doesn't get it because she's human and you're a troll. But, um... So there's that, uh, which I feel is appropriate because the next one is also an alien all getting up in Rose's business, which is uh, Kanaya, which we were all expecting. We all know that Rose and Kanaya get together. And um, it's not it's not super obvious like gay crush here yet. It, to me, it's also more as a foreshadowing, whether intentional or not, where uh, Kanaya is going to Dave for help on how to befriend Rose because she knows they're supposed to be friends and apparently she's doing a pretty shitty job at making sure they become friends. And Dave calls her out and says, you just got a crush. I get it. And uh, Kanaya doesn't really seem to deny it or anything. She's just more like, yeah, but okay, but tell me how I can be friends with her, whatever. Just how do I be friends? So that's a bit like, yeah, I know they're going to get together later. Just, just wait. The last one I have here. Um, kind of backs up one of my earlier points about uh, Dave and John and how Dave feels about, uh, how, how Dave wants John to perceive him. Um, Dave is talking to uh, Terezi, and Terezi had witnessed a very embarrassing time for Dave when he was getting into the medium, and his brother basically bailed him out and did the whole thing, and Dave almost, like, died because he was being pecked to death by his bird. And Teresa witnesses that and brings it up. And Dave's like, dude, that's really fucking embarrassing. I don't want to talk about it. And Teresa says, it's okay. I won't tell John about it. I know that's what you're worried about. And Dave says, okay, cool. 
So Terezi realizes how fucking gay Dave is, can see it from a mile away, even though she's blind, and says, listen, I won't tell your crush about how bad you fucked up earlier. I know that's what you're worried about. And, uh, and Dave is just like, yeah, for sure. It's John. It's only John that I care seeing me still being cool. Like, I, I want John to know that I'm cool. Don't give a fuck about Rose or Jade. You can tell them. Make sure John knows I'm cool. I feel like that's that's a good way to wrap it up um, with, uh, you know, with that nice reassurance again between um, between two gays about how, don't worry, I won't let your gay crush know that, that you're actually not as cool as you'd like to make yourself out to be. And yeah, so it's really, really nice uh, uh, there. And honestly, I don't realize how I didn't catch this all as being gay when I first read through. I think I just kind of go for whatever the author is telling me most of the time. So I'm really having fun going back and looking at all these interactions. And now that Act 1 through 4 is done, and again, you know, not as many interactions between people, partially because there's way fewer people than what will eventually be. And I know starting, like, when we actually get into the troll, starting with Act 5, they actually start actively having crushes on people and talking about it, actively being in relationships or wanting to be in relationships rather than just having to read from subtext. So that's going to be exciting because it won't be like, oh, you're totally misconstruing this is gay. It'll be like, no, here's some actual gay moments. I found these are legitimately gay. But there's definitely still going to be plenty of sub- subtext that I'm going to... uh to bring up so um yeah just a uh quick little um episode here just to kind of go through uh again act one through four is pretty short in comparison to like literally the rest of homestuck so um if you like it uh you know i i don't know quite what i'm going to be posting this on right now so i don't know if it's going to be a like and subscribe or whatever but but share do whatever needs to be done in order to show your support if you would um message me that'd be great and um i'll i'll get on to uh reading more and publishing more and um and getting uh it all figured out so just getting all that uh all those gay moments in here so um if there's anything else you'd like me to explore because obviously obviously this is a finite thing like i'm not going to be just looking at gay so's text forever because homestuck is finite so i was thinking about also doing between a hive swap and friend sim and looking at all the gay moments there but those are a lot more obvious and usually it's the um the fill-in character who's the one calling all those out so so i'm, I'm still kind of questioning about that but if there's any other way you'd like be to read through homestuck and see all the different things i know people have listed all the statistics out for a lot of different things because this fandom is buck wild but but yeah if uh you have any other ideas for future projects let me know never too early for me to start uh thinking about it and researching it and and kind of getting all that down and um if you have any comments about this section or say like hey you definitely missed some gay moments in act one through four let me know uh until then i will talk to you i believe i'm going to be doing this on a weekly basis So, um, next week, thank you for listening.